0: Medicaid Broadcasting.
1: here we are on the eve of the big transition if in fact it winds up being a transmission who knows what the hell tomorrow will bring will there be uh, you know a a peaceful switch over will there be a a, a, you know a, a government staged uprising will there be a genuine uprising will there be a combination of the two who knows who knows in any case Oh, they sure got things beefed up heavily down in Washington, don't they? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, even if nothing does go down tomorrow and this new slime ball, uh, you know, steps forward as the new imperial majesty. Oh, guys, he won't be in there for five minutes before you're going to see the corona uh, bologna whip into high fargain gear. Not that Trump didn't want to do that. (laughs) He certainly did. But once again, guys, to maintain this illusion of bipartisanship, uh, they had to wait to get this guy in there, steal the election to make sure he got in there so they could more easily pull this off. Oh, you watch. You watch what this son of a bitch is going to do. Anyway, I'm sure the, uh, you know, the Trump times are uh, anxiously anticipating the the, the the massive warrants for the arrests of the, uh... oh, give me a break,
2: man. That's the
1: shit. The only thing you're going to see from him at the last minute is some more pardons. All right, enough of that crap. Let's get off onto our uh topic for the evening here. Get away from politics for a while, although uh, politics somewhat fits in with this too. Uh politics in a more scientific uh, context, but politics nonetheless. Certainly the tribe factor fits in with this. Uh I was tossing around a bunch of different ideas, I didn't know which way I wanted to go. But uh, I decided this, this is actually going to be a two-part series. Um, I'll probably finish this one in the first half, and then the next half of the show, I'm going to go back to some headlines that I missed yesterday. I missed quite a few. I had so many. Um, but, yeah, it's a two-part series dealing with um, Tesla from, from different angles than what I've covered in the past. Tonight, I want to talk about Uh, some of the ordeals that he uh, faced with um, Mr. Thomas Edison. In fact, I'm I'm really talking more about Thomas Edison tonight than I am about uh, Tesla. But Tesla does get brought up in the context of this discussion in a very significant way. Uh, And then I'm going to follow this up next week with another very interesting discussion. Not only am I going to talk about Tesla and a battle that he was waging, not quite so aggressively as the one with Edison, but nevertheless, a background battle that was going on between, not not even a direct one, but an ideological one uh, that was going on between his outlook on physics and Einstein's outlook on physics. Um, And in the process of doing that, we're gonna look at some very interesting alternative ideas about gravity, uh, primarily, and a few other concepts that are, are just absolutely fascinating. But, you know, we'll save that for next week. All right. So let's get into uh, Mr. Alva, uh, Thomas Alva Edison, 1847 to 1931. Uh, He's known, of course, as uh, the greatest inventor. That's what academia has taught us. You know, it's in the, uh, the textbooks. The media upholds the uh, the BS. Uh, the average person, you you ask them, you know, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh yeah, he was a great inventor, Mr. Lightbulb, you know. But is any of it true? Was he really America's greatest inventor, or perhaps the world's greatest inventor? As a matter of fact, was he even an inventor at all? Oh, the lies that they have sold us. Don't forget, guys, Einstein. Right? They put him on such a high pedestal to this day. They exalt him as the god of modern physics. He was a huckster, a plagiarist, a phony, a shyster. He said it himself that all of the fanfare built up around him was was you know just a whole lot of hype. He, he doesn't. He did. He said he didn't understand it himself when he was called upon to debate some, you know, contemporary uh, uh, scientists, uh, you know, uh, in his day, he wouldn't do it. He turned down every offer because he, he knew he couldn't uh, talk on their level and that he couldn't answer their questions. The theory he proposed wasn't even his own. Turns out he was wrong. Uh, You know, he plagiarized the the wrong person. The guy was a genius that he plagiarized, you know, Pancari. It was a pretty uh, fascinating concept, but he was wrong. Same thing with, you know, string theory today. A lot of top notch physicists are big on string theory because if you look at it, it sounds intriguing, right? But upon close inspection, it's just a whole lot of hype. There's nothing to back it up. It would be interesting if it were true, but. It's nothing but a fantasy. It just doesn't, you know, there's nothing there. It's like the Bible, you know, minus all of the incredibly evil shit that's in there. But if you just take the, the fantasy of, don't worry, yes, we're going to die, but we're all going to live together with, with, you know, our loving God. <laughs> uh, and to be united with all our dead loved ones one day. Sounds great, doesn't it? Who wouldn't want to be in on that? But it's not true, unfortunately. It's all bullshit. The lies, guys, that they have sold us. They got people chasing shadows, looking up to things that aren't worthy of being looked up to. And all the while, getting you to poo-poo away things that actually are worthy to look into and to respect and, and to uh, you know, embrace. Everything is Bass accords, uh, as a friend of mine likes to say, bass accords, the whole world. And so it is with, uh, as we're going to see, with Mr. Uh, Thomas Edison, just another lie that they've sold us. And why? Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll get into that, too. That's when it all fall into place and makes sense. So let's start with his, uh, his background here. Edison was born in uh, 1847 in uh, Milan, Ohio, and uh, he later grew up in uh, Port Huron, Michigan where his family had moved. He was the seventh and last child of Samuel Ogden Edison Jr. and uh, Nancy Matthews Elliott. His father, the son of uh, a Loyalist refugee, had moved as a boy uh, with the family from Nova Scotia, settling in uh, southeastern Ontario, which was then called Upper Canada, in a village known as uh, Shrewsbury. Interesting, it was actually a town near me called Shrewsbury. I wonder if it was named after the same uh, iconic figure. Anyway, um, it was later called Vienna, uh, by uh, 1811. Anyway, Samuel Jr. fled to Ontario uh, because he had taken part in uh, an unsuccessful Mackenzie rebellion in 1837. a rebellion. Now that should tell us something right there. Thomas Edison's family tree has a history of engaging in
3: rebellions.
1: What group of people? are known for inciting rebellions, uprisings, uh, insurrections, civil wars, revolutions. Yeah, we already are smelling a foul stench here, aren't we? Oh, but there's much more to it than that. His father, Samuel uh, Sr., had earlier fought in the War of 1812 as captain of the uh, 1st Middlesex Regiment, as it turns out, by contrast, Samuel Jr.'s uh, struggle found him on the losing side, and uh, he crossed into the United States at um, Serena Port, uh, uh, Port Huron uh, in, uh, in Michigan. Once across the border, they then found their way to Milan, Ohio, and that's, of course, where Thomas uh, was born. His patrilinear family uh, was Dutch by way of uh, New Jersey. The surname had originally been uh, Edessen, E-D-E-S-O-N. Now, this is where things get interesting, guys. That name, Edessen, E-S-O-N, must have been taken on after they moved here. This was a very common practice, Uh, well, (laughs) all through tribal history, this has been a common practice. But this especially went on with Jews that come over here in the 19th century. They wanted to hide their Jewish roots. So one of the common names that they chose was either Edison or Edessen or Edson, very common name. So when you see a name like that, that is already, uh, you know, or should be a red flag that you're probably dealing with a tribe uh, member that, you know, had their name changed generations back. Um, And notice his mother's maiden name was Elliot. That's also uh, a very tribal name. So this stench is getting all the more uh, unbearable as we go along, isn't it? Anyway, uh, it's claimed that the name Edison is uh, is Spanish, meaning origin. But hey, guess what? Even if that were the case, even if they didn't change the name of the Columbia, even that uh, probably points to Sephardim roots. There were a lot of Sephardim Spaniards with the name uh, Edison. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the name Edison, Edison, or Edison uh was a common name Jews picked up coming over here for example uh there's documentation of this in a book called uh Petitions for Name Changes in uh, New York City 1848 to 1899 we find this uh entry for uh, a name request petition 25th of March 1891 of Joseph Abramson age 21 on the uh, 2nd of November, 1890, uh, residing at, you know, blah, blah, blah Ave uh, uh, in uh, New York City. Anyway, it stated that he was requesting that all semblance of a Jewish surname shall be removed uh, from the petitioner. It said that he had married a Christian woman and he wanted all semblance of his Jewish roots removed. Therefore, he requested that his name be changed to Joseph Abram Edson. So he kept part of the Abram, uh, Abramson name, right? But he changed it to his middle name and dropped the son part and just kept uh, Abraham. So Joseph uh, Abram or Abraham Edson. So there you go, guys. There's a good example of this right there. They actually uh, favored that as one of their their names. So this Thomas Edison character already uh, has numerous factors pointing in the J direction. But you know what? The best proof of all of those roots come from the way he conducted himself, as we will see. Anyway. Uh, I thought I heard, a, uh, nope, I heard a call coming in. Uh, I, I probably will take calls the second half of the show when I finish these notes so you know if anybody wants to call in just hold off until uh, a little later. Anyway, uh, Edison attended school for only uh, a few months we're told after which time uh, for whatever reason he was educated at home by his mother so already we got a problem here with the official story right that he was this great genius and yet he didn't receive a very uh you know his mother was not particularly uh brilliant intellectual you know uh so there's already something wrong here where did he get this supposed genius education uh you know to 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 uh explain him becoming you know this uh iconic inventor figure, right? Well, when you see the evidence that he actually was not an iconic invention uh, figure, then it makes sense that he didn't have a good education, guys. He was not a genius. He wasn't that smart. You know what he was good at? Fucking people over. That's what he was good at and fooling them. He had a lot of buddies in the media in his day that helped to pump up his reputation as a genius inventor. Oh, wait do you see how we pulled this off, guys. He was not a genius. He was not well-educated. Anyway, he lied through his whole life. Uh, you know, he was known to have had severe hearing impairment. He changed the story on numerous occasions as to why he became deaf. He uh, both of the story, the, the two stories that he told, involved um, a conductor on a train. But you know, you know, on one occasion, he said that he was hit hard from both sides of his head. You know, both ears were smacked real hard. That could possibly do some damage to your hearing, yes. Uh, but that's not the story he related later in life. He said that the conductor picked him up by his ears. And that's how we lost his hearing. Get get the hell out of here! Even if that story was true, if someone picked you up by your ears and did any damage, all it would do is, you know, maybe tear the cartilage in the outer ear structure. But that's not where you hear from. The hearing takes place inside, the, you know, the head. So that's complete horseshit. This guy was a lying fraud artist, guys. Apparently, it resulted from an illness he had when he was a child. And so he just made this story up, modified it a couple times, but nevertheless made it up so that, you know, he could get attention and sympathy. Oh, that's very tribal right there, isn't it? Anyway, um, let's look now at the claim that he was this great inventor a little bit under the microscope here to see what a fraud it was. Edison is said to have developed, uh, you know, many different devices uh, across the board again he had you know a thousand patents to his name by the time he died. These inventions uh, which include you know the phonograph, of course the light bulb, uh, motion picture camera, uh, on and on it goes, uh, have indeed you know been a, a great blessing uh, around the world still to this day, right We still are using devices that are accredited to him. They are great devices, but they weren't his work guys. They were not his work. Um, anyway, as soon as the, uh, oh, you know, there are some researchers, some Edison defenders who will point out that, you know, he couldn't have been Jewish because he was uh, battling it out with several uh, other Jewish uh, inventors or at least supporters, financiers of Jewish inventors and, and so they'll point that out to try to make it look like he wasn't a tribe member. But guess what, guys? Edison worked with a bunch of Jews himself that backed him. That, and, and, you know, he had a bunch of Jewish lawyers and a whole team that he was fighting against other Jewish groups. So all you have here really is just one Jewish cabal fighting and vying against another one for control over the, you know, the, the market. Uh, they'll again, they'll cut their own mother's throats, right? They'll go after their own kind if they, if, if they get in their way. So that's all this was. It was just one Jewish faction fighting against another. That's it. That's all it was. But, you know, some will try to exonerate Edison and, you know, say he wasn't a tribe. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, that doesn't cut it. They either haven't done enough research or they're just shills and trying to, you know, cover his ass just like uh, the Einstein defenders try to do, right? Anyway, so yeah, um, Edison had teamed up with a whole team of Jews, as I said. Uh, uh, Let's see, he actually formed a uh, protective association called The Trust, along with uh, several other tribe members, uh, Dixon, Kassler, Koopman, uh long was another one smith klein and marion all of these were tribe members guys but did you notice the name smith and klein how much you want to bet uh that that was the the early days of what later became glaxo smith klein guys i i didn't even dig enough to, to get into that uh, aspect of it but i i bet that's exactly these two individuals were you know teamed up later informed uh you know that disgusting filthy ass uh pharmaceutical company anyway all the while that uh edison was battling it out against uh you know competitors try other tribal competitors um he himself um you know he was battling out with, with with monopolists. He himself was quite the monopolist. Uh, he himself was quite the, uh, the unscrupulous uh, scam artist, you know. But a, a lot of Edison defenders will just point you in the direction of his competitors to make it out like they were trying to ruin him. They were trying to bring him down. No, again, it was two tribal factions battling it out, both employing the same sleazy tactics against each other. That's what was going on. And it wasn't about making life better for society. Like they'll tell you uh, what's going on with Bill Gates, you know. Oh, look, he's buying up farmland. He's concerned that people might
4: starve to death, so he wants to help him out. Oh, look, he's supporting vaccinations in third world countries. He wants to help them.
1: And the average dumbass falls for it, right? Because they don't dig enough to realize, hey, wait a minute, these vaccines that he's been – injecting people with have been killing them and uh sterilizing the rest that they don't kill no they don't look into that they just fall for the bs on the surface just like people fall for the bs on the surface regarding Edison oh yeah great inventor yeah dig a little deeper lift up the rod anyway Let's look now at what went on between Ed, uh, Edison and Tesla. This is where it gets real interesting. In 1848, Edison hired Nikola Tesla uh, to make some improvements in the distribution of electricity um, You know, through the standard direct current medium. At that time, that's all that was in use. That's all that was known, right? And the problem with it is when you just use direct current, Uh, It doesn't travel very far. It loses its energy after so many, whatever, thousand feet, you know. And so, you know, it wasn't wasn't very cost effective um, to get electricity uh, out into rural areas. And the city, you know, you just built one every couple blocks and it worked worked fine. But now to mass distribute electricity out to the rural areas, it was going to be tremendously costly because now you had to build thousands of outposts to pump electricity out. So he hired Tesla to try to come up with a way to get around this this problem of not being able to transmit elect- electricity too far, you know, with uh, DC. Sure enough, Tesla came up with AC power, alternating current, which de- did enable long range transmission. However, Edison didn't like it because A, he saw a potential for Tesla to muscle in on his turf and take control of his uh, monopoly, right? but also he didn't like it because it meant that the system he had in place could not be you know, adjusted slightly uh, to incorporate this new technology. It meant basically scrapping that and starting from scratch. He didn't wanna to have to do that because it was too much of an investment, too much money. He didn't, you know. so what did he do? Instead of thanking Tesla and paying him the $50,000 he promised him, he uh, he refused to pay Tesla, and he demonized him to try to make his AC invention look bad, so that people could still depend on on DC, and and hope that you know Tesla would never be able to get his invention off the ground. What a sleazy son of a bitch, guys! This is all that Edison was good at: lying, conniving, manipulating, monopolizing, exploiting, cheating.
3: Classic tribal tactics.
1: And this is a guy who, to this day, is praised in the great halls of academia. You can study the history of science and technology, the history of inventions, and that's all you hear. Is, you know, that's all you will hear is praise for this bastard. Just like Einstein, right? Study the history of physics, uh, you know, whatever. You know, all you're going to hear is praise for that guy. He was a scam artist. But I have to say, pound for pound, ounce for ounce, uh, Einstein was wasn't even as bad. It wasn't nearly as bad as Edison was. Just like if you look at the conflict uh, going on, you know, between the uh, positions of uh, Edison, I mean, of Einstein versus um, Tesla regarding, you know, gravity, it wasn't a big battle, and Einstein wasn't trying to exploit uh, um, Tesla. Einstein actually complimented. Tesla actually referred to him as a, he he had to, (laughs) because it was true. You know, he called him the greatest scientist in the world. Uh, He was. Einstein couldn't deny that. I don't think he made that comment because he necessarily, you know, looked up to uh, uh, Tesla. He probably felt he had to, you know, because he knew he couldn't ever challenge him openly in a public debate. Anyway, anyway. But we don't see Einstein trying to screw over Tesla and monopolize. We did see that with Edison, though. Oh, big time, big time. So he he promised him 50 grand, never came through, even though he did the work that was asked of him. And then he demonized him, guys. He actually... Oh, we got a break coming in. All right, guys, get back.
3: Fed up with self-isolation? You've used up your daily exercise allowance? Sick of hearing our very old or very ill people are dying of seasonal flu? Well here at Comifix we have the antidote. For just $3.30 a week stream videos on How the Jewish supremacists started and profited from both world wars How they engineered every decade to kill off white people we also have videos on how their Hollywood films and TV warns us of coming false flag attacks. Don't be a prisoner of Covid-19 84. Watch Commie Fix today. Mm.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back. So let's look at what this little weaselly bastard did now. It's not enough that he demonized uh, Tesla and said that his AC power was uh, was ineffective, but he proceeded to tell the public that uh, if they switched over to Tesla's uh, AC that, you know, there would be hundreds if not thousands of houses that would catch on fire, uh, and even entire cities might go up in smoke. He knew, of course, this was all BS. It was just propaganda to crush out his potential competition. And by the way, uh, Tesla didn't even imply that he was going to try to compete with with, uh, Edison. He wanted to work with him, right? But this is the nature of the beast, guys. The beast. This is how they always work. They don't even wait to see if you have any aspirations of competing with them. They want to snuff you out so that even ideologically, you don't have the chance to share your ideas, never mind put them into practice. They don't want competition. It doesn't matter that what you have to offer could greatly benefit all of society. They don't give a shit. They're not interested in society benefiting, they're only interested in themselves benefiting. Imagine that, guys. What a fucking sick world. And yet, that's the tribal way. That's how it's always been. Like I said, guys, if it wasn't for these son of a bitches, we would have been uh, really going to the Moon, to Mars and other planets hundreds of years ago, maybe thousands of years ago. We would have already conquered space a long time ago. And when I say conquered, I mean, you know, uh, gotten over the hurdles of, of, of space travel. We would have been able, and, and we wouldn't have been exploiting it and pissing all over the place like we, we, we poisoned this planet. We'd be genuinely going there with good intentions to explore, to see what wonders, you know, other planets have to offer, just for the sake of, 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 you know, science, right? Any attempts now to want to go to other worlds is just to exploit it. Let's see what kind of riches they have or we, we can fill our pockets with and, you know, pollute the damn place and leave crap everywhere in the process. Son of a bitch. But, guys, they they have held us back unbelievably, incalculably, not just with science, but in every other aspect as well. You know, morally, guys, we we would be living in a a paradise right now. There wouldn't be people starving to death. There wouldn't be um, this uh, problem of, you know, massive, uh, irreversible poverty. It's not irreversible, but they've made it that way, haven't they? Yes, you wouldn't have people dying of starvation. Oh, sure, you probably still have uh, incongruities of, of wealth distribution. But, who? you know, who cares, guys? I wouldn't care that there were millionaires around me uh, as long as, you know, I was able to actually get an average job off the street and, and survive with it, which used to be the case not too long ago. People were happy, much happier. Crime was low, and crime will always be low. Crime would almost be virtually non-existent if everybody could have a decent-paying job. There's no need why that shouldn't be. There isn't. There's no need of this, guys. no need for people to be living in desperate poverty, especially when you see that the bulk of the world's wealth, oh, and more so now than ever since COVID, is concentrated in just a few sleazy, ass-picking, finger-licking hands. Anyway, so, um, uh, Edison's only aim was to prevent uh, Tesla, uh, you know, from getting his AC uh, discovery uh, invention off the ground. Edison even went so far, guys, as to electrocute uh, several dogs, horses, and even an elephant in order to make AC power look bad. He killed several animals and and hyped it up with his buddies uh, that ran the media, right, so they could publicize these these alleged uh, uh, experiments, you know. He did it on purpose. It wasn't because, obviously, because of any fault of, uh, you know, what um, Tesla had discovered. He was just tarnishing his reputation and and trashing his amazing discovery. What a piece of shit. If if Edison had his way, luckily, AC caught on, and we still use it to this day, right? But if he had his way, Edison would have squelched uh, Tesla's discovery to the point where it would have been lost to history. Imagine that. He was so desperate to maintain a monopoly and, and keep the profits rolling that if he if he was able to, guys, if he, if he you know, he, he would have so completely trashed this major leap forward. But then again, in a lot of other ways, we're still, you know, kept back in the dark ages. Luckily, AC caught on. Yeah. But you know what uh, didn't catch on is free energy. Something else Tesla was hoping to, to bring to the world. Well, they made sure that didn't fly through, didn't they? In fact, the only reason why AC did ultimately fly through is that they realized, hey, you know, it will be – we are going to have to uh, revamp the system, but it will be worth it in the long run because now we won't have to build as many facilities. Uh, you know, we can conduct electricity a lot further, and uh, we can exploit everybody. So that's the only reason why it, it went through, guys. It wasn't because, you know, it wanted to benefit everybody. Again, Tesla, if they followed everything he said, everybody would have electricity, but it would be free. Look how you pay for a cell phone service now, guys. Oh, what a massive, exploitative, freaking scam this is. And people might say, well, you know, it's only $50 to $100 a month. Oh, people, a lot of people, especially on limited budgets. Only used to pay fifteen dollars or twenty dollars a month for their phone, and even with inflation adjustments, that would probably only be twenty-five to thirty dollars a month now, right? But no, anybody who wants to get a, a, a cell phone now, and most everybody, you know, landlines are almost obsolete now, right? Anybody who wants to get a cell phone now is going to pay at least fifty. That's the cheapest out there now, really. It's fifty bucks, right? So when you add all of the people up that were only paying, you know, senior citizens, people on limited budgets, who, who would have only been paying 30 now. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? How much more money they're making with this? And yet there's no need of it. There's no need of it. Once you buy the cell phone itself, there's no need to be charged a fee every month. It doesn't cost these son of a bitches anything. The system is already in place. Christ, a lot of this shit came out of your frigging tax dollar to begin with, right? You already paid for it. Once it's in place, it's automated. Maybe, maybe uh, I could see a one-year, one-time fee where everybody would pay like 50 bucks for maintenance, you know, whatever. Whatever. But to be charging you $50, $100 every single month, it's all, all, all profit. Just like, you know, I used to work with Verizon for a while, right? And so I got to see the the behind-the-scenes workings, and oh, my God, it's unbelievable, guys. Yeah, this is mostly obsolete now, you know, but this is back when there was still landlines, way back in the day. Uh, Back in the last century. But yeah, I remember seeing, you know, people were getting charged, uh, I don't know, like $2, $3 more. It doesn't sound like much, but for every added feature that you had on your landline, like if you had, uh, you know, call waiting, uh, uh, three-way call, you know, whatever. It was $3 a whack for every one of those things. So you could have 6 eight, uh, 9 $12 for all these extra features that didn't cost anything. To the the communication telecommunications companies it didn't cost them anything. In fact, not only did they charge you three dollars a month for each one of those services, but you were also whacked with a twenty-five dollar hookup fee. And do you know what the hookup fee entailed? Did somebody have to actually go out to the power line, to the phone line, and uh, you know, uh, install
4: something or go to your
1: house? And, no, no, no. You know what was involved to hook you up for that service? A click of the mouse. Yes. That's all it was. And did the mouse clicker get any of that $25? Fuck no. Fuck no. He didn't get jack. Shit. I don't know how I got off on that tangent. But just so you see what a scam this is. Do you remember the, uh, well, I don't know if this was the case of other states, but in Massachusetts, guys, back in the Oh, it was either the late 80s or early 90s. Um, people complained so much, they finally took it away. But for years, they were charging everybody a dollar more on their phone bill. Uh, and, and most people didn't even pay attention to it because it was lost in, like, 10 pages of lists of shit. You know, those extra little surcharges, tax this, tax that, and, you know. One of the charges was uh, a a dial tone uh, charge or or, um, am I saying that right? Anyway, you were being charged for having, uh, yeah, like a dial tone service instead of the, the old circle dialing. Remember that shit? But by the time that people finally became aware of this and realized, hey, wait a minute, how come we're being charged for dial tone when Virtually everybody, except maybe grandma here, uh, you know, a grandmother here and there had the old phones, but almost everybody now had the touchstone phones, right? And so you shouldn't be charged an extra fee for it. Uh, they, they just kept doing it because people were paying it. Kind of like the, uh, the, you know, the, 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 toll, uh, the toll that you pay for, uh, to this day, people still paying the toll on the, the uh, mass turnpike. And yet, Originally, when they introduced the toll, they said, uh, well, this is only to pay for the highway, which, of course, is bullshit because your tax dollar already paid for it anyway. But nevertheless, uh, once the highway is paid for, then we're going to remove the toll booths, right? That was uh, the date for that was in 1985. They said by 1985, the mass fike would be paid for. They never fucking remove the tolls, guys. Only in the past few years did they finally take all the toll booths down, but the tolls are still there. They charge you automatic now. You either get that automatic thing there that you put, you know, you put on your windshield that it, it reads it, you know, and then uh, automatically withdraws from your account. Or uh, if you don't have that, they take a picture of your frickin' as soon as you get on the highway. They take a picture of your license plate, and then they send you a bill. You motherfuckers, man. The highway has been paid off since 1985, and here we are—you uh, know, thirty uh, what six fucking years later—and they're still charging. Uh, I mean to get off on that tangent, but look, look how scammed we are, guys! And so this is what Edison was all about. He didn't care that what Tesla had discovered would massively leap us forward. Be able to benefit everybody. And he didn't give a shit. If he had it his way, there would never have been AC power just to keep his monopoly going and keep the money flowing. So what was Edison good at? Was he good at science? Was he good at inventing? He was a friggin' idiot. But what he was good at, taught by his fellow tribesmen, is how to be completely lacking in scruples, How to monopolize and trample the competition and exploit the masses. By teaming up with his fellow tribesmen in the media that helped him along that way and put him up on a pedestal as a great man of science he was no such thing guys anyway let's get on here ultimately uh, yeah luckily his efforts failed to suppress uh, ac power but it didn't matter guys he he screwed tesla completely not only trashing his reputation making him look like a fool but screwed him out of the $50,000 that was promised him. Who else did that to Tesla? JP Morgan, right? JP Morgan cut the funding off when he realized that Tesla was working on a project to make electricity free. So even though, yes, it's good we, 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 uh, they didn't trash the AC idea and we're all benefiting from it, we're paying for electricity, aren't we? To this day, over a hundred years later, after Tesla had introduced that idea, we're still paying an electric bill. And oh boy, they've gone up substantially, haven't they, our electric bills? And there's no need of it. Just like there's no need for a monthly cell phone bill. Oh, look we, we, at cable, cable TV, how much that's gone up, guys. It's ridiculous, there's no need of it. It is a, a completely autonomous system. Again, I could see maybe a one-time fee once a year uh, just for maintenance, you know, you do have to have people go out every once in a while, like a cable goes down or something, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I don't even care if they make a profit off of that one-time yearly fee, as long as it's not exorbitant and, you know, it's, when it's spread out across the country, millions of people, uh, that's more than enough to cover any expenditures. But no, guys, they don't just wanna cover costs, they wanna
3: rape
1: you. If the veil could be pulled away and people could be allowed even just for a few moments to see exactly how this system really works, as opposed to how they're told it works. Guys, maybe it's best people don't know because people are so goddamn stupid in this country. If they ever rose up. They'd go after the wrong people. They'd respond in the wrong way, and we'd probably be in a bigger we, – we would be, actually, in a bigger – mess. It would be absolute chaos, pandemonium. You want to wake people up, but the right people, not the mindless dumbasses, anyway, like the BLMers and the MPs. Whenever uh, most people think of Edison's name, again, the first thing that comes to mind is, yeah, you know, the inventor of the light bulb. Certainly, uh, the textbooks concur with that. Academia concurs with it. The media concurs with it. So how could this be not true? You know, Uh, that's the attitude most people have, just like with anything else. You know, what do you mean? COVID is a bunch of bullshit. are Are you saying that all the doctors are lying? All our politicians are lying? god damn you, you see how they got you guys or uh, how they got most people they, people just can't fathom this is why when i talk to you know friends and stuff who are discouraged uh, you know that they can't reach their family it is discouraging i'm not making light of that but we we got to remind ourselves people have been conditioned to believe that we live in a, for the most part anyway a benevolent society right and even though a lot of them will admit, well, yeah, I know there's, there's corruption, I know there's a lot of assholes in government, but overall, in the bigger scheme of things, uh, you know, they're there to make our lives better, and they certainly wouldn't try to screw us over. It, as frustrating as it is, and you want to ram your head into a cement wall dealing with these mindless drones, we gotta remember we were there once ourselves at one time or other. Oh, I know I was. I was there with the Bible. <laughs> So, you know, we do have to remind ourselves it's it's very difficult for people not only to admit that they're wrong, but in doing that, you're admitting the whole fucking world is wrong. It's so life shattering. I mean, literally, you have to completely. <laughs> like I said, I'm glad I woke up to reality in, in in a piecemeal fashion, you know, bit by bit, not all at once, because I'll tell you, man. When I look back at the, 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 the each one of the discoveries I made was traumatic. It was. It was just wow. It just blew me away. Especially, especially the religion thing. But I didn't wake up all at once with that either. First, I discovered organized religion was corrupt. I had to get in there, get behind the scenes, and see how it actually worked. That was devastating. But guys, it would have been exponentially more devastating if I found out all at once. That both organized religion and the Bible itself was a fraud. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I would hope so, but I, I. I don't think I would have been able to handle it. I, I probably would have found a fucking bridge and uh, fucking leaped off the end. of No, I don't know if I would have done that, but it, I, I would have probably wound up in a fucking nut house for a while. I'm, I'm telling you, it. it I. I I'm, I'm glad I found this out gradually, you know, in stages. And so. This is why when you talk to people and they they give you that deer in the headlights look, they can't help themselves. They really can't. They've been so conditioned, so brainwashed. And for you to come along, they realize the implications of what you're saying. Don't think that they're necessarily stupid. It's just that, again, they're brainwashed. In fact, they're not stupid. Most people, anyways, aren't stupid. Even though I call them dumb asses, uh, you know, it's just out of frustration. But the truth is they're not stupid. They're thinking in their minds, wait a minute now, if what he's saying is true, oh, no, I I, I can't go there. I can't. Because the whole world is going to collapse from beneath them. They realize now that to admit that you're right about COVID would mean that you've been right about maybe all the other things that you've been telling me over the years, like 9-11. That's what happened with my friend, you know, that I mentioned last week. He knows that if he takes that step, admits that things are really this bad, that Cuomo is ordering for Infected patients to go into nursing home homes to deliberately kill them. He, he said, he's he's going to have to agree that all the other stuff I've been telling him is true too, and that in fact we don't live in a cozy, comfy world. Uh, you know, he seems to be content with just admitting that there are you know there are corrupt politicians out there. Yeah, but to go to the level of admitting to his own self that the whole system is that way, guys, yeah, it's, it's a big step. It really is. So you've you got to be patient. You know, some people, it, it literally can take years. Unfortunately, we don't have time on our side anymore. But uh, and then there are some people that just will never get there. It's too much. They can't handle it. They're afraid that, yeah, maybe they'll have a breakdown. Maybe they'll wind up in a nut house. So their own mind won't allow you to take them there. Their own mind won't allow their own selves to go there. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's fucked up. But The tribe knows this. They know that most people are like this. Why are we who have, you know, figured this out and we're able to handle it? Why are we able to handle it? I don't know. I have no idea. I I, I think I've always been skeptical, always been suspicious of power since I was a kid. So I think it was just a matter of time that I was going to wind up there. But, uh, um, you know, sometimes it's genetics. Uh, sometimes it's just... Uh, that curiosity factor. I've always been curious. You know, I've always wanted to um, have answers. You know, I always wanted to know why about everything, you know, since I was a kid, I I would grab a book on astronomy. You know, I was fascinated. What's that? What are those twinkling lights in the sky? You know? So I had to find out what's a galaxy, what's a star, you know? And then when I felt satisfied with that, I moved on to, uh, um, you know, ancient history. I was fascinated with that, and so I—I I always had a multitude of interests, and I'm glad, you know, because I—I uh, I just can't understand why a lot of people aren't interested in in stuff like that. Anything that's unknown, don't you want to know about it? You know, or find out as much about it as you can. I, I just—I don't get it. You know, I talk to people about how I hike in the woods, and they just look at you funny, like, "Oh, aren't you afraid of bugs and mosquitoes and, and you know, ticks and?" I don't. I don't even think about them. I don't really give a shit. I'm interested in hiking in the woods. You know, I'd spray yourself. Well, I don't trust those sprays, but I'll tell them. You know, pop some garlic pills. That keeps them away. By the way, if you want to go out in the woods and you're afraid of sticks, uh, you know, pop some garlic pills, and you're all set. They don't go near you. They never. They never land on me, guys. Well, oh, I shouldn't say never. I've had maybe in the 12 years now that I've been hiking. I think I've had two, maybe three, actually 13 years. I've been hiking. I've probably only had two or three ticks actually latch on to me. I've had a couple of that have landed on me. I just flick them off. But uh, that's it. That's it. Knock on wood. I've never gotten Lyme disease. Um, but I know one of the reasons for that is that, you know, the, the, uh, the Gallic. I go into heavily infested uh, swampy areas where there's mosquitoes constantly swarming around me. But you know what? They don't land on me. I don't come home with one mosquito bite and I walk through swamps, I shit you not. Anyway, I'm really off the tangent, now on the tangent. All right, back to our notes. Um, in his book, The uh, Myths of Creativity, author David Berkus argues that uh, the whole story behind The Great Edison is just complete fiction. It's a really good read. Um, He states emphatically that Edison did not invent the light bulb, but rather modified and perfected it. It was already invented by others. He just took it under his wings and uh, with his influence and his, his money and his connections, he pawned it off as his invention, paid off some people to keep their mouths shut, and took credit for the work of others. That's all he did, guys. That's all he did, by the way, with his other invention. He hijacked, and isn't that what the tribe always does, guys? This is classic tribism right here. He hijacked other people's work, called it his own, and made a name for himself based on nothing he did but exploit people, buy people off. Anyway, um, Edison's... um, main laboratory built in a rural New Jersey town called uh, Menlo Park was famous for generating uh, more than 400 patents in just six years and thus they actually called it the invention factory but again what people don't know is he had a team guys of 40 experts physicists machinists engineers working under him. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, 14. I said 40. He had a team of 14 experts working under him. Uh, And you never hear about that. But they were the brains behind the entire operation. Once again, the only function he really served, sometimes he'd go in the lab to make it look like he was actually doing the work. He didn't, guys. They did the work. All he was was a sleazy fricking businessman. That's all he was. That's all he was. So who invented the light bulb? Who invented the uh, motion picture camera? And on and on. His fourteen workers, and their their income was his assurance that they keep their mouths shut. You open your mouth, you're going to get fired. Maybe fired at too. They were the ones who did the work. They were known as the Muckers. That's what they called themselves. That's interesting. I wonder if he gave them that uh, that name, you know, because uh, he planned to muck up society by raping them with his high cost for his uh, invention, so called his invention. Anyways, um, um, the Muckers resided on the upper floors of the Menlo Park uh, warehouse that, uh, you know, they were working out of. Um, and Edison split his time between uh supposedly inventing just showing up once in a while all he probably did was just over you know just overlook what was happening and uh probably put pressure on him. hurry up hurry up come on we got a deadline here but most of the time all he did really was just deal with uh, you know deal with clients investors and uh gave public uh speeches and interviews with the press that's it guys taking the credit once again for stuff that uh wasn't his, uh, you know, his doing. Anyway, in a July 2001 paper, um, you know, this Burkus guy was not the only one who exposed Edison. Another really good expose came out in July 2011. It was a paper entitled The Myth of uh, of the Soul Inventor. It was done by a Stanford uh, Law School professor, Mark uh, Lemley. And uh, in the paper, yeah, he disputed the official story behind Edison. Uh, and uh, he also spoke several other iconic inventors, too, but mostly he focused on uh, on Edison. So there you go, guys. Here's a modern day academic saying that the whole thing's a lie. All right, guys, short break. Start back. On why Jews are dangerous.
2: The thing that makes Judaism dangerous to everybody, to every race, to every nation, to every idea, is that we smash things that aren't true. We don't believe in the boundaries of nation-state. We don't believe in the ideas of these individual gods that that you know that protect individual groups of people. These are all artificial constructions and Judaism really teaches us how to see that. In a sense, our detractors have us right in that we
3: are a corrosive force. We're (laughs) breaking down the false gods of all nations and all people because they're not real. And that's very upsetting to people.
1: You're listening to Renegade Broadcasting. Hey guys welcome back so let's look at some excerpts from this paper written by uh this uh lemley character he said edison did not invent the light bulb in any meaningful sense yeah, there you go guys the truth is guys again electric lighting uh was long in the works when edison had come along if, you know if he if he never entered the scene it was gonna be uh, brought to the world anyway. In fact, he didn't do any bringing of it to the world except to provide the funding for it so he could exploit the thing. But he had nothing to do with the development of it. And you know, this uh, Lemley character brought that out. He further wrote, quote, what Edison really did well uh, was commercialize the invention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did it well, all right. Depends on how you define well. Um, You know, did did, did he mass distribute it and uh, turn it into a big market? Yeah, but again, uh, not well when you consider that his whole intent was to fatten his wallet and uh, exploit everybody. He could have brought this to the world free, and you bet your ass he knew that. He was up there with, uh, you know, JP Morgan and the rest of them. He knew what they did to Tesla. He did the same thing to Tesla himself. Tesla out of 50 grand. Anyway, so uh, there you have it, guys, a raging piece of freaking crap, another lie that we can add to the ever-growing pile of lies that we've been sold. Remember that book, uh, Lies My Teacher Told Me? Interesting book, right? But holy crap, that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. Well, I've been saying how uh, Einstein wasn't an inventor, and for the most part that is true, but there's one exception, one single exception, out of that 1,000, list of 1,000 patents that were attributed to him. Only one of them can it be said that he actually did come up with the idea, draw up the blueprints for it, and and get it to market. Do you know what it was? Do you know what the one single invention was that we literally can attribute to Thomas Edison? The electric chair. Yes, that's it, guys. That's it. And even though back in his day, people were decrying the thing, saying this is torture, this is inhuman, this is a horrible way, he defended it. He said, no, it's a very quick and effective uh, way, painless. It's a very humane way. When he knew full well, he had seen some executions, guys. Probably got his little rocks off on it. I'm sure he did. But that's the only invention that we can actually attribute to him, guys. The electric freaking chair. What do you know about that? Anyway, that completes our discussion on uh, Edison. Like I said, I'll have part two next week. very interesting stuff. Not only are we going to expose uh, Einstein a little bit more and talk about uh, the the counter position of um, of Tesla, but we're also going to explore some very interesting alternative ideas uh, about physics that I'm I'm convinced are, are correct. That certainly offer a much better explanation for. Uh, some observable phenomenon in, in the natural world. Well, I'll say that for next week. All right, anyway, like I said, uh, I'm gonna open the, the calls now, second half. Anybody who wants to call in, uh, go right ahead. But what I wanna do is pick up where I left off yesterday. Uh, I missed a lot of notes, uh, a lot, in fact, I got another seven pages here. I would better cover some of this because uh, there's gonna be a lot more, you know, come Monday. Oh, I'm sure. Especially with what's going to be unfolding tomorrow. Oh, boy. I can hardly wait. Jesus Christ, guys. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And like I said, even if nothing major goes down in D.C., that it seems like a smooth transition, doesn't matter, guys. That little bastard, that son of a bitch who's going to step forward now. Oh, I... I, I reached a new level of hatred with Trump, right? Exceeding that of Bush. And believe me, I hated Bush with a miserable passion. <laughs> but now, now this guy is, is going to beat that record. I, I I hate the bastard already. And he hasn't even... And, anyway, let's get to some headlines then. The Guardian had this on um, uh, today, actually. This, this was just sent to me today. Biden health pick Rachel Levine set to become first trans Senate confirmee <laughs> Oh, you got to look this article up. Just just look at the picture of this thing, guys. Oh, it's time for the freak show. You got to be kidding me, man rachel levine it's not just any old tranny it's a levine i believe that's an irish name if i'm not mistaken Uh, oh it just had to be a jew didn't it guys it just had to be once again guys uh just like with you know homosexuals, so it is with with trannies. You know, you you gotta be balanced and realize there's some pretty messed up people in this world who, you know, because of a bad upbringing, uh, because of abuse they 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 suffered uh, for whatever reason. People, there are people that have just messed up heads, okay, and so they do have gender confusion. Those kind of people who honestly, you know, don't know their ass from their elbow and they're just lost souls. Those kind of people I can sympathize for. I actually know one, believe it or not. He announced it uh, just a couple of years ago. Kind of floored me because I knew him for years. Uh, He is in the process of undergoing a a change, you know. Tried to talk to him, but of course, it doesn't matter. You know what? He, and it is a he. Yeah, uh, you know, he is a he, becoming a she. He wouldn't even be doing this right now. Along with many others around the country, would not even be doing this except for the tribe hijacking the whole goddamn mess and making it out to look acceptable now. Remember, guys, uh, how I, you know, I've said how they love. To transform the normal into the abnormal, to make the abnormal look normal and the normal look abnormal, you know, to make the good look bad and the bad look good, to make the unacceptable acceptable. That's all part of their way of conquering uh, society. Another statement that Churchill made, which he's right about, didn't make too many that were right, but this is another one. He said the way to conquer a society is to debauch their uh, moral standards. You strip a society of their moral standards, just their general compass of what's normal, what's correct. When you twist that, when you mess with that, people don't know anymore what what is right or wrong or up or down or left or right. Anything goes right. They have deliberately introduced shit like this. So if they can't fuck with you politically or, you know, spiritually, if you're a spiritual person, well, they'll fuck you with, with, fuck with you this way. Hopefully, they will fuck with you in every which way, so you're, you're totally confused across the board, but it doesn't matter. They, they fuck with everything, twist everything around and flip it upside down so that they'll get, if not most people on board, at least, uh, and if they can't get them totally bored, at least they'll get them on board in one way. You know what I mean? And it's sad because I, I see it all the time. I might get someone uh, who realizes that the COVID things a fraud, but they still fall for the Jesus bullshit or vice versa. You know, Uh, they might see religion as a a fraud, but they fall for the COVID bullshit. So they they love it. They don't care if you figure out one or two. As long as they got you on the third one, they're still going to lead you down a dead end road. Right. So this is why they fuck with everything. They distort and twist your perception of reality in every conceivable way. And so do understand that, you know, as frigged up as this whole tranny agenda is, it's the same with the homosexual agenda, guys. Keep it balanced and realize that, you know, there are people who are genuinely messed up. Those people need help not to cut them down just because they're tranny. Get get to find out what's going on in their head. Are they doing it, you know, just because, uh, uh, you know, they want... To get popular and get, make a name for themselves, and uh, uh, you, you know, want to tear down society. Are they aggressive about it? Do they want to push it as the norm? This this friend of mine, well, you know, I've known him for years. Uh, he's not that way. He's not trying to push it on people. He is genuinely messed up. He he really had a really really bad uh, childhood. His father was abusive and alcoholic. You know, on and on and on. His mother wasn't much better. It's really sad. Really sad. Um, Boy, I'm so glad that I had a really good mother. My father left when I was little. I never really uh, was that close to him. But uh, my mother made up for, you know, where I lacked not having a father. She more than made up for it. I, 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 I'm, I'm so grateful, you know, because I, I talk with a lot of people who tell me that they had a horrible upbringing. Uh, they had a terrible mother. And, oh, Jesus, man, oh, man. Thank heavens I, I had that. You know, I had a really, really good good mother, good upbringing. upbringing. But for people that don't, uh, it freaks you up, and it comes back later to haunt you in ways that, you know, you don't even realize it at the time. In fact, unless you uh, go to a counselor, if you have that kind of a background, you probably will never know what, what, what's making you do the things you do, you know. This guy, unfortunately, he he does know. He does know that, you know, it's, it's his father that abused him. and. Unfortunately, though, he did go to a counselor. But the counselor he went to, which is why you've got to be careful what kind of counselor you go to, right? It used to be when you had a problem like this, it's a psychosis. When you went to a counselor, he would, you know, call it by name. Yes, you do have uh, a mental problem. You know, it's something that needs fixing. This is abnormal. No, today the counselors guys afraid they're going to lose their job if they say otherwise. They accept this now, whether they think it's normal or not, it doesn't matter. They accept it as normal. They'll tell you it's normal. And so when you go to counseling, they're not going to try to correct your incorrect thinking and tell and talk you out of mutilating your body uh, permanently, you know, scarring you for life. No, they're going to cater to it, encourage it. If I went to a counselor and said, you know, Doc, I, I got this thing where I, I, I think I'm an elephant. I should have been born an elephant. Uh, I'm thinking of getting a trunk surgically uh, attached to my face. What do you think, doc? What's the doctor going to say today? Unless he's a crazy-ass bastard. He's going to tell you, uh, yeah, you have what's called a psychosis. And I tell you what, I want to see you uh, every week, uh, you know, the same time. uh, He's going to try to help you get over that delusion, right? Why is it different? If you, as a man, think you're supposed to be a woman or vice versa, it's a psychosis that needs help. You go to these bastards, though, most of them anyway, they're not going to give you the help you need. They're going to roll out the red carpet. It's fucking disgusting. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent again, but. But do understand, guys. Is this whole training thing disgusting? Yes, it is. You can bet this little bitch that he's appointed here is a disgusting little pig. Just look at the, look at, look at her face, oh my God, it's disgusting. But you know, when you get repulsed, make sure you get repulsed at the right people. The ones who are pushing this agenda and trying to normalize it, those are the ones that get disgusted with. But do understand that there are people out there who have these twisted sexual identity problems that aren't evil, they're not trying to push it. They, they need help, they need support. Try to encourage them not to mutilate themselves. Remind them that there have been people who have gotten sex change operations and then later regretted it. And, you know, after years of taking hormones, it fucks you up. Your body is not meant to take, the you know, counter hormones from another sex, right, from the opposite sex. It's not. It you up your body chemistry and later on it'll cause all kinds of health problems. All lot of trainees become disfigured later in life. It just distorts your... face. Ah, what a fucking mess, man. But anyway, so we got this to look forward to now. Rachel Levine. I'm not even sure if it's supposed to be uh, a he gone she. Uh, apparently, yeah, because it's called Rachel. So they, they would take on the name of the sex that they became. So I guess it's a man become woman. What the fuck ever, man. But, you know, that's one of the many things we've got to look forward to with this bastard. You're going to see all this twisted shit now getting pushed uh, on a grand scale. And they'll probably uh, be arresting people for speaking out against it as hate speech. You're a domestic terrorism. Why? You're a white domestic terrorist. A white supremacist or kind. Fuck you. Zero Hedge had this headline on uh, January 18th yesterday. 13,000 New York uh, nursing home uh, residents and nearly half of the staff declined COVID-19 vaccine. Look at this, guys. This is fucking great. This is great. Now, I've seen a lot of headlines with, uh, you know, nurses and doctors refusing. They're saying uh, 60% across the board in this country right now are saying they're not gonna take it. That's fucking, that's excellent. I hope that's true. But I never saw this before. This is new, 13,000 New York nursing home residents, seniors, residents of nursing homes, 13,000 of them are saying they're not gonna take the COVID vaccine. That's fucking awesome, baby. That's awesome. You can tell these people aren't senile. They still got their minds intact. They're not falling to this shit. Unfortunately, though, that probably just means that Cuomo is going to have to beef things up and make sure he sends infected patients into those nursing homes. We can't kill them with the vaccine. We'll get them with the... Oh, you son of a bitch. But listen to that. Oh, is that music to my ears? 13,000 seniors in New York nursing homes aren't taking the vaccine. And nearly half, That's less than uh, what the national average appears to be, or you know, sixty somewhat percent. But still, that's a a significant amount, guys. Nearly half of the staff in those nursing homes aren't getting the vaccine. Awesome, freaking awesome. NBC News uh, reported uh, today: Biden's first task is his most crucial and obvious: vaccinate. America. That is his task, says this article and says he himself. That's his task. That's his priority. He wants to vaccinate. And how do you suppose he's going to do that, guys? What do you think he has in mind? Or, well, maybe not him. He doesn't have a mind to have anything in mind, but his little bitch handler and all of his little her little tribal buddies what do you suppose they have in mind to vaccinate america yes trump laid the groundwork for what this son of a bitch now is going to pick up and run with i bet we won't make it through the end of tomorrow without him making some grand announcements news.com reported on uh, I missed this one a couple weeks back, December 29th. Coronavirus vaccine
3: unlikely
1: to stop infection, says the World Health Organization. Now I knew uh, uh, other statements like this have been made, you know, like Fauci for example. A couple months ago, Fauci made uh, a statement like that, right? The vaccine, at least the early uh, uh, development, uh, the early stages of it, you know, uh, won't prevent uh, contraction of the virus, it'll just uh, deal with symptoms, which of course defies the whole definition of what vaccine quote unquote is supposed to be, right? But now it turns out, I I missed this one a couple weeks ago, WHO itself, World Health Organization itself has made a claim to this same effect. Coronavirus vaccine, unlikely to stop infection, well then what the fuck are they making people get it for? That's aside from all the deadly side effects that we've been seeing, right? But if it doesn't do what the claim is that it does, remember how they were saying 95% effective? (laughs) Look at how they fuck with you guys. How could they possibly say 95% effective when, A, it's only supposed to have just been developed in the past 10 months? How do they know it's fucking 95% effective? But out, out the other side of their mouth, while they're telling you it's 95% effective, they're actually telling you it's not going to stop infection. So where do they get the 95% effective from anyway? Uh, just on that basis alone. How could it be? How could it be effective at all if they're telling you it does not stop infection? How many articles have we seen, guys? I pointed a couple out already. Uh, where people go and get the shot and they develop COVID. while Wow, you know, COVID, whatever. They develop some coronavirus, whatever, the common flu. But, you, but you, you understand my point, right? The very thing that it's supposed to be stopping, people are getting it right after getting vaccinated. Just like with the common flu vaccine, right? How many people go get the damn shot and they're sick immediately? The shot gives them the thing. Oh, you fucking got to be kidding me. Oh, I'm still waiting. Still waiting for that pinch. Hoping someone's going to wake me up from this nightmare. This just fucking can't be real. I had too many jalapenos before bed, right? That's all this is. The Hill had this headline uh, yesterday. Um, Health workers refusing vaccine is a new growing U.S. problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It is a big problem for them, isn't it? They want you jabbed, baby. And it has nothing to do with your health. Well, it has everything to do with your health as far as fucking your health. But it has nothing to do with maintaining your health, building up your health. How people can't see this, Jesus Christ. Well, again, we do know how they can't see it, right? They want to live in that fantasy world. They can't handle accepting the reality that surely they must know or at least suspect deep down inside. That's why they get mad at you guys. That's why they name call you. If what you were saying wasn't true, wouldn't they just laugh? Wouldn't they just, oh, come on now. That's ridiculous. You're not going to sell that on me. Sorry. You know, they would almost have a smile on their face, kind of, you know, just laughing, right? They wouldn't get mad. Why do they get
3: mad?
1: Just like when you deal with religious dupes, Bible dupes, right? Do you ever, do you ever have a, a, a you know a debate with them and, and and they fucking freak out and they're they're shitting themselves and they they you know you, you you could just see them wanting to fucking wrap their hands around your neck and choke you, right? They get so hateful. Not not always, but a lot of them do. Why why do they get angry if what they have is the truth? And and, and in fact, if The truth that they have is so important that it could mean the difference between you burning in hell or living in an eternally blissful life. Wouldn't they want to lovingly reach out to you to try to save your soul? No, they get fucking mad most of the time. Most of them do. They get mad because you're shaking their world. That's why. And they don't want it shaken. They enjoy the fantasy and they want to continue living that fantasy. They don't want the cart upset. And so it is with COVID, guys. That's why people get pissed off. They don't want their the, the world shaken. They want the card upset. Everything's fine. And, you know, if they could be honest with you and really say how they feel, what they would probably say is, even if what you're saying is true, I like the illusion that I'm free and that everything's going to be okay. And if I have to face that, it's just going to turn my world upside down. It's going to stretch me out. It's going to ruin my day, ruin my life. So, I just want to keep on going along believing what I've been told. So, it is with religion, guys. It makes me feel good. I'm still going to support my minister because I like the things he says. Isn't that fucking sad? But that's how most people go through life. And that's how they want to go through life. So, that's where you move on. Okay, you had the opportunity to hear some truth. You don't want it. I'll go find someone else who does. So, you know, if you're out handing out the vaccine pamphlets or whatever, that's what you do. If you should get a conversation struck up with somebody and uh, you usually can tell after a minute or two if they're interested or not, I just move on. OK, have a good day. Good luck with that vaccine. Make sure you get that zinger in there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you're going to have a conversation, spend it with someone that really is interested, that seems open. I, I saw a guy the other day he was really enthused about it. I gave him the website. I'm, I'm, I hope he checks it out. I'm certainly going to ask him next time I see him. He flips burgers at a, a local uh, pizza place. Uh, Anyway, Business Insider reported uh, on uh, uh, yesterday on the 18th, Fauci predicts that people uh, will be able to go back to singing in church by mid fall, when he says an overwhelming portion of the US has been vaccinated.
3: The great Fauci has spoken.
1: Can you believe this shit? Hi, kiddies. I'm gonna let you good little boys and girls be able to go back to singing again. Clap for me now, good, isn't that nice? Aren't I a nice guy? However, kids, there's one little, little snag or potential snag here. We gotta make sure we can get over this little hump. And if we can, then you certainly can go back to singing. All you have to do, now I know it's going to pinch, it's going to hurt a little bit, but just think of what good it's going to do for you afterwards. Just a little pinch and then everything will be fine. So let's have some cooperation now. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. Get that shot like I did. Oh, my left arm is still sore. Or was it my right arm? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll rub both of them. How's that? <laughs> just a couple of bases. You lying. Sack of mafioso tribal shit. You believe this, guys? And by, by mid fall, mid fall. Oh that's, that's good, man.
2: paintings don't suck. They
1: actually look like what they represent, and don't have grotesque scenes and themes. In fact, they are a celebration of beauty and life. Sure, they might cost a few hundred dollars, but just imagine how much they will be worth after Kyle becomes even more famous or infamous. Either way, you win. And with inflation, we can almost guarantee each painting will one day be worth $6 million. Just imagine if you were able to get one of Hitler's paintings when no one knew who he was. Visit KylePaintings.com, buy an already painted piece or
2: commission one. Say no to Degenerate Art and yes to KylePaintings.com.
1: Guys, welcome back. I see we got a call. I'll get to you in just one second. I just had to read this headline, guys. This is freaking unbelievable. It's from yesterday, uh, deadline.com. And, you know, aside from all the the health uh, degrading effects of, of mask wearing and the psychological effects, we always have to remember the money factor feeds in there as well. Listen to this headline A nationwide mask mandate could add 1 trillion dollars to the US GDP according to a UCLA uh uh analysis. Imagine that, guys. 1 trillion dollars. So just, just the money factor alone. They're going to push this horse shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, Biden has already said it, right? That that's one of the things that he was uh, contemplating. He's gone back and forth. He's actually claimed now that uh he's not going to do that. Ah, bullshit. Anyway, uh welcome to the show, it. Oh, we've got a couple callers
4: here. Uh, New Jersey,
1: is there? I think you were first. Yeah, yeah. hello,
4: Charles. Yeah, what's yeah, up? For, yeah, for one, uh, I think, uh, you know, when you're talking about um, Nikola Tesla's uh, free energy uh, claims, I think he, too, was uh, a bit of a crank and a uh, you know, crackpot on some issues. And I think on this one, I think it's there's no such thing as free energy. Um, you got to get it from somewhere. I, I think, uh, you know, with the amount of, well, geniuses, well,
1: by free, by free, meaning to tap into the earth's own, uh, magnetic field, you know, there is, there's a tremendous amount of energy. In fact, that's ultimately where lightning comes from. Uh,
4: but I, I just think there's enough inventors and geniuses out there by now who, if they, uh, if it really could work, it, they would have gotten it working by now. So. Maybe AI well, uh, will
1: get it working? Not if they have monopolistic pricks uh, standing in their way. I mean, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. We we know that, you know, there was a guy who invented the water-powered car. They popped him off. Another guy, the the electric car, uh, they're starting to make some headway with it, but it's still not gone mainstream. I mean, they could easily put charging stations uh, on a much grander scale and make them more available. It's, it's not happening.
4: It, the the whole thing is power, too yeah, but even with like, a water run run car, I'm skeptical of their claims also. And I would think like the Chinese or certain countries we don't control uh, and their engineers, they would want to come up uh, with it on their own and they would use it despite uh, American monopolism. So I'm highly skeptical of all those claims. And, yeah, uh,
1: well, China, unfortunately, is locked into the grid and has been since uh, 1995 with the World Trade Organization, so there isn't much independence, uh, much leeway there either anymore.
4: Yeah, now, as for, uh, to address uh, what you were saying about Edison, I think Edison definitely is a Gentile, definitely, from just looking at its photos of him uh, when he was young. And uh, also, uh, I think, you know, like in the late 1800s, there were so many like people like almost mimicking PT, uh, Barnum and snake oil salesmen. We had many yeah. people who were uneducated running around claiming to be doctors. And actually I think it was a an actual great era of American history and just uh, technological booms. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 And, and even, uh, and although, uh, you know, Edison was a scumbag, you know, uh, I think everybody kind of knows that, you know, his inventions were made by the, his Edison works, but he yeah. got the cr- credit for everything that came out of there. The same way Frank Zappa gets all the credit for the music and, and the musicians he had working for him, you know, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, I think one of these things. You know, like for a lot of famous geniuses, At least one of Zappa did have
1: the talent, though. I mean,
4: <laughs> oh no, kid, no, yeah. no. But, but what I'm saying, I, I think that's part of, you know, like uh, the thought of geniuses. Uh, some geniuses are like showmen, like an Elon Musk to an extent, and they suck all the energy out of the room and they promote their hoopla and they put their name out there. And you know, and they come up with some uh, cranky inventions like uh, Elon Musk's uh, flamethrower, or this is not a yeah. flamethrower uh, device. So a lot of these guys, you know, like they just come up with stuff, and because they have enough money to, uh, you know, like farm it out to the engineers who work for them, uh, yeah. they're able to they're able to come up with stuff, and then they get all the credit for it. So, I, so I, I'm not so. And one thing too about Edison. His uh, friendship with Henry Ford and uh, I think the fella of uh, Firestone, and the three of them, they were all anti-Semites, and you know, and Edison, I'm sure would have. I, been. I, I
1: didn't know he was friends with uh, with uh, Ford. Although I have some problems with Ford, I'm, I'm I have some serious questions about him. That's another right. story. Though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But any, I mean, like, certainly, you heard yeah. a lot of good things that were true. But you know, he yeah. he was well. For one thing, he was a bastard with his own workers. You know, he suppressed uh, unions from being started to the point where he would have people beaten. Yeah. To, to put fear in them, you know, pretty pathetic. Yeah, you
4: know? yeah, but in a sense, just about every. Big famous businessman is is a bastard in one form or another. Most great men are, are bastards now.
1: If not to begin with, they yeah. seem to wind up that way. Yeah, um, I, I guess we're blessed if we're not uh, billionaires. I I wouldn't want billions. I wouldn't. I, I would want more money. Sure, who wouldn't? But uh, no, I, right. I you just you know it ruins people too often. I would hope it wouldn't ruin me, yeah. but I don't want to find out. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and, and the, the last remark I want to make is just concerning uh, COVID uh, vaccinations. Um, we're lucky they don't have, like, you know, like little robotic insects flying around injecting us uh, without yeah. our consent. Does that's well, in the I, works. I,
1: I saw an interesting uh, uh, documentary today about, um, you know, Bill Gates bought off all this farmland, right? That could mm-hmm. have scary implications on so many levels. But one of the possibilities raised in this, uh, this uh, video was, I, I guess, for years they've been talking about inoculating people through produce. You can actually um, genetically modify, like, a tomato such that when you eat it, it can release uh, vaccine components. So, I mean, mm-hmm. is that what he's planning on doing? I, I don't know. That's pretty scary.
4: But it, and the funny thing about it, uh, Bill Gates might end up getting screwed by as this just as a bad investment. Because his land is going to be taxed. And there's, you know, with the uh, advent of uh, industrial indoor farming, like with companies like Hydrofarm and everybody's doing this now where they can grow an incredible amount of food indoors under uh, artificial light and uh, in using robotics and hydroponics. That he's, he, you know, these guys make mistakes too, and they can lose their billions just as quickly as they made well, it. You know, one of so, the
1: reasons he might be doing it is just to put other farmers who are, comp- you know, competition out of business. If nothing oh, else, oh, yeah,
4: sure, Still, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. He's a scumbag. I, I'm not a big fan of Gates. I mean, if his software ran better and they performed updates when I was, you know, like not using my computer all the time, I might like a little more, but. Other funds, yeah, you know, uh, but I try to do my best by not giving them any money. And uh, on that note, um,
1: I hear you, I hear you. All
4: right, thank you, Charles. All
1: right, thanks, man. Yep. Let's see, we got several other calls here. Let's go to uh 609. I think you're the next one in line. Are you there? There you go, 609. Maybe is it 602
2: out. or 609?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, 609 hung up. Yeah, 602. Sorry about that. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Hey, Charlie, I've listened to
2: you forever. I love you. You're not sick of me yet? <laughs> no, no. From other from other networks, too. I've been listening to you for
1: very many years.
2: So anyway, oh, no kidding. That's... Yeah, I was thinking about it today.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm, this year is 14 years of, of doing radio. Yeah, I've been listening to you since probably
2: 2000. I don't know, 14. Does that sound about right?
1: Um. Yeah, probably Oracle. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that was actually yeah. just when I left Oracle, 2014. I don't even know yeah. where I went to the days. days. Well, Anyway, I've, I've turned around people people. places. Yeah, I've pulled countless people on here. I love you.
2: Anyway, we're on the same page with so much stuff. Anyway, so yeah. I've got to chime
3: in.
1: I've listened to all this COVID crap. I do physical therapy, which. Uh, geriatrics at a skilled nursing facility. Okay, we have a COVID wing. We got hit super hard with COVID. I thought it was bullshit at first. It's honestly, it's not the flu. It can't.
2: It, 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 it I believe it's manufactured. It's not the flu.
1: Although, oh, it, it's definitely the- whatever it is was. It definitely manufactures No question. We we have. Uh- Nature magazine that told us about what was done in in, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, back in 2015. And then later, two years later, Fauci had another crew of Wuhan scientists working for him developing bat coronaviruses. So there's no question.
2: Yeah, It's it's poor shit. Yeah. And everybody who's paying attention knows it. But the the awareness is growing. Like one of the the other day, one of the doctors at my
1: place. Hey, can you get closer to your phone? Or maybe you have it on speaker or something. But hold on. You're not coming through. I'm sorry. Hold Hold on. on. Yeah,
2: But on speaker. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Is that better.
1: Yeah,
4: there
2: you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So he says to me, it's because he think he 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 feels like I'm on the, I'm on the same page. We haven't really talked about this kind of crap, but the other day he says, it's funny how all these flu. You know, I haven't seen a flu uh, case here all season. Don't you think that's funny? And I, right. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, yeah wow, right. that's pretty funny." And this is yeah. a guy. This is the doc, one of the doctors who's treating all these patients. So it, 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 uh, I've seen, uh, since this v- vaccine came out, I've seen a bunch of patients take it. I've seen a cup, one or two, staff members take it. Yeah. And uh, it made a shitload of the, uh, the patients sick, man. The the, the, the these oh, yeah. people are already sick. These people are already kind of debilitated. Made them sick
1: as shit, for the most part. So it's like as it, has been the case with all of these vaccines.
2: Yeah, people it, get
3: it, sick all the
1: time because of it. You know
3: uh, exactly.
2: And it's it's been encouraging for me to see even the even the muckety mucks, even the higher up staff that are in the nursing. They ain't taking that. Right. Dude, you, you you get them in a room by themselves and you're like, you can take this. And they're like, fuck no. They're, they're going to take that. They're not going to take that. Yeah. So it's encouraging on that front. Right. So anyway, so that aside, I wanted to present to you my little theory about the Biden Kamala Harris bullshit that's going to go on. Yeah, they're they're trying so hard to push this vaccine. Right. Like but but yeah. but, but the, the they're they're not getting the support. I, I I don't feel like they're getting the support like that they expected. They want to get rid of Biden anyway. I was telling these patients that, that we talk you know, we talk conspiracy stuff and all kinds of whatever stock stuff. Anyway, so yeah. I was telling them today. I think that they're gonna what better way to make this vaccine uh mandatory under Biden if it, 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 it make, let's say Biden dies from COVID, <clears throat> yeah, if Biden possible. dies from COVID, then the awareness factor, the urgency factor for this vaccine, shit, the president got it and it killed him. Or, or at least create the illusion that he died. Yeah, right. right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Of, have of big,
1: course. Of course. But you, get, you, you, yeah, you get what I'm saying. This whole thing it killed or the president now it's on everybody. Ill. they might have him reported being in, in, in intensive care and then suddenly the vaccine comes along. Oh the miraculous recovery. See, that's him. so he much left. more perfect than him getting assassinated. <coughs>
2: I don't know if you know, if if they'll do this, but but that makes perfect sense to me. That that's the perfect yeah. segue into hey. We got to make this mandatory for everybody. This is even – even got the president, and you see how careful he was.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't know. But that's crazy. Oh, so, it, yeah, there's so many ways that can go with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the possibilities are endless for the for
2: the treachery. So I don't know. I don't want to take too much of your time. I love you, Charlie, and uh, hey, keep up your good point, work. Though, yeah, it's another thing to consider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, have a good show, and
1: uh, I appreciate you.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Okay, bye.
1: All right, guys, let's go to uh, 618. Been waiting there mm-hmm. patiently. How's it going?
3: Hey, Charlie. How are you doing? What's happening, man? Um, yeah, the, the other call, you mentioned that Ford and Edison were best friends or good friends. Well, they were both, I believe they are both were Freemasons. High raking, pretty sure. Yeah,
1: I know. Ford actually became a Mason later in life. Um, he definitely yeah. was. Yeah, I don't even know about that. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you, you, once you get into that elite circle, there you, you almost can't be one. You know, I, I mean, right, can't right. Not be one.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was, well, you mentioned Elon Musk. Um, well, Elon Musk uh, calls hydrogen uh, f- f- uh, fuel cells fool cells. He thinks it's a joke. Uh, I totally disagree with him. Yeah, uh, green hydrogen is a uh, is renewable, unlike lithium-ion. It's fine uh, You know, once again, I don't think he's quite
1: the genius that they're making him out to be. Again, he's probably just a, a crude businessman and uh, just has people right. working under him.
3: Right. It's yeah. pro- I I send you an email. I, uh, Elon well, well, look at
1: Zuckerberg. Yeah. You can't get more fraudulent than that. The technology was stolen, you
3: know? The, uh, right. Uh, they're all frauds. Uh, yeah. Elon Musk's grandfather founded Technocracy up in uh, Canada. His grandfather oh, really? was a technocrat. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. They're, 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 his whole family, they're all globalists. I mean, they're yeah. not, he's not even American. He's from South Africa.
4: Right.
3: I mean, it, it, the whole thing is a joke. He's not, uh, I highly doubt he's, uh, when he wakes up, he's uh, he actually goes to work and puts his boots on like everybody else. Right, right. And he's uh, he's worth billions of dollars. I mean, he's, if I had billions of dollars, I wouldn't do any work. I'd be uh, having fun.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: The, the, the whole thing, he's uh, he's promoted by the establishment.
0: Yeah,
3: and yeah. Uh, the, you know, uh, and another thing, Toyota supposedly has solid state batteries. Solid state batteries are, are superior to uh, lithium ion batteries, the ones that he makes. So when yeah. they come out, to, Toyota is going to blow blow Tesla, the the company, out of the water. Yeah, There's Tesla no would say it. that
1: just on that basis alone, so people buy his crap, you know.
3: <laughs> I, I, you know, his, his cars—they're like uh, cookie cutter cars; they're not even uh, attractive, you know. So yeah,
1: I, I'll tell you uh, one yeah. thing: the the electric cars. I, I I came to realize this recently because I had a friend that had one. He almost died. He was uh, somebody hit him really hard in the rear, and he he luckily, had, you know, he had a seatbelt on. He was able to get out of the car. He knows no sooner gets out. And he looks her over and he sees this flames coming out the back. So good thing he ran as fast as he could to get away. And he got away just in time. The whole thing exploded. If he was in there, he would have died. He would have never, never survived that. They're, they're right. very dangerous. They, they blow up very easily because of the, you know, the lithium highly, highly combustible.
3: Right. It, it's finite. It, uh, if you have, uh, green hydrogen is, uh, is renewable. I mean, um, you can produce it with uh, water and electricity. It yeah. splits the oxygen. It's, it splits the uh, hydrogen from the oxygen. You know, and if you use with solar and wind, you got green hydrogen. It's uh, it, it has a lot of potential. It's I I I believe it's the way to go.
0: So, yeah. You
3: know. But But uh, yeah, um, I'm not a. Uh, I think uh, Musk is a. Fro- I call him Elon Muskrat. No, I guy's <laughs> yeah. a fro- guy's a fraud. I mean, it, it, he had everything Anybody,
1: in them, Oh, he's claiming now that um, within the next, I don't know, five years, by 2026, he's going to land humans on Mars. Yeah, the same that NASA did back in 69 and hasn't somehow been able to repeat ever since. Get
3: out of here. At the gonna go They're going to die from radiation. They're not going to be able.
1: Yeah.
3: It's not, he's going to get a Hollywood team together and, uh, you know, geez. Christ, it's not feasible. I I don't think it's practical. They, you better off sending a robot up there. No, it be feasible
1: I'd... with a good Hollywood production crew. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Jeez. Well, yeah. I, you know, I totally, I also, I totally agree with you on um, Ford. I don't think he was a saint that uh, they make him out to be. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I I still read his Dearborn Independent. You know, it's it's very good. I mean, right. I had a lot
1: of great albums, but uh, he right, himself right. not a fan. Nothing.
3: Yeah, he was a he was a he's a another globalist. He um he was more I I you know he's another. You know, he major, paid major, major. For Woodrow right. Wilson to tour the country
1: and preach his gospel of uh, the, uh of the League of Nations and the 14 points. Later, he supported all of that. How could he right. be against
3: globalism
1: and yet support one of the key whores advancing the thing?
3: I'm sorry, I don't buy it.
1: Well, I'm. Great. I'm not.
3: Uh, don't. Don't. Um, I'm not. do not um i am not i I remember that. Um, I read that uh, they had Ford plants in uh, communist Russia. Through, you know, at the during the Cold War. I'm not. I know they had uh, Chrysler and Fiat. There was over there. They had yeah. plants, but I'm. I'm not a. not I'm. I'm pretty sure. I'm not a hundred percent. But um, uh, yeah, he's a. Global, he was a globalist. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Well, no I'll let you go. But uh, yeah. Yeah, they, you know, another thing with the autonomous driving, I mean, that's all surveillance. That's all it is. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, that's another scam that's going to be shoved down our throats. Oh, yeah. Lots to look forward to. All right, Charlie. Take care. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. All right.
1: All right, guys. Let me see. I think we got a... What do we got here? Another... I've got a few more minutes. I'll cover a few more headlines. Uh, WIBW... .com had this uh, headline on the 13th, Coffee County in uh, Tennessee, Coffee County Health Department nurses decline to give the COVID vaccine. Now, that was an interesting headline. I hadn't seen that before, Uh, seen quite a few where nurses and doctors are refusing to get it themselves, but now, hey, hats off to this team of nurses. This is fantastic. They are refusing to give the vaccine. Now, here's a group of nurses who are faithful and true uh, to the, uh, you know, Hippocratic Oath guys. Do no harm. They know that to give that vaccine has a high potential to do harm. And even for those that that don't get hurt by it, uh, the potential is there. You don't know. They don't know. The makers of it, uh, a lot of times, don't even know. Uh, you know, I'll argue everyone is going to get hurt to some degree or other. It's just that some are, you know, most aren't noticeably hurt, at least not right away. Uh, it's toxic. So it's going to always cause some kind of damage, right? But it doesn't matter. As far as the, the real, the the, the horrible, uh, deforming, you know, uh, nervous system degrading effects that we've been seeing, people getting that monstrous syndrome or the Bell's palsy, or, you're playing the game of Russian roulette. Every time you give one of those shots, you don't know if you're gonna see that resulting in the next few minutes or the next few days or you know. Yeah. So for conscience sake, they don't want that on there. There are still some medical people out there that have a conscience. Yes. So hats off to them. That's fantastic. I love it, guys. If they make stuff like this, oh man, I tell you, break out the champagne. Things aren't going so smooth. There are good signs of resistance, and I'm hoping that it's just a momentum that's growing. It seems to be growing. Uh, not happening fast enough of my liking, but as the ball gets rolling, hopefully this will, uh, you know, continue and, and, and explode. The Sun.co.uk uh, on the 12th had this headline. Uh, couple fined for driving seven miles for... Uh, visiting dementia-stricken mom of 94 years uh, in care home imagine that guys in England they arrested uh, how will they find them you know just for going to visit oh my god you gotta be kidding and they do this you know to, to flex their power muscle right they want to control people like, how dare you uh, but it's more than that guys. They don't want you especially to go visit people in nursing homes. They want to keep keep people away from that. They don't want any eyewitnesses. That's the main reason during the, the heavy lockdowns last year, right? The main reason that they didn't want you visiting in nursing homes. Oh, you could go to the window and say hi to mom from outside the window. Oh, they're so concerned to protect the residents. You could possibly make them sick so concerned that they had no problem letting people who were infected to become residents in the freaking nursing hall. Oh, the shit you swallow, America.
3: Oh, my
1: God. No, they don't want eyewitnesses to what's going on in there. That's it, guys. Bottom line. Bottom line. And that's not to say that all the staff know this and are in on it. No. They probably don't know, but it doesn't matter. They don't need to know. It's the boys in the central office. Who pass these decisions on? They know. They don't care. They'll do what they're told, especially when the government hands them out fat wads of cash for their compliance. Don't forget, guys. Zero Hedge covered this. Uh, a few others picked it up too, but Zero Hedge broke the story first right away back in what was it freaking like April or May or something last year that hospitals were being paid thirteen thousand for labeling as many deaths as COVID as possible. And 39,000 for putting people on the respirators. Why? Because, well, A, they they want the numbers up. And B, uh, I mean, you know, to label as many deaths as possible. That will bring the numbers up. But also, the respirator factor will bring the numbers up, especially with seniors, right? Their lungs are fragile. You put them on that pressurized machine, and it's going to rupture lungs. That'll kill people. And then you can turn around and label that as COVID. Oh, son of a bitch. So yeah, there are, uh, those are just a couple of examples. There's a lot of financial perks involved here, so that the upper echelons of, of medical establishments, hospitals and whatnot, they're going to conform. And once they conform, all the doctors and nurses, whether they know what's going on or not, doesn't matter, they're obliged to go along or they're out of a job. And there's no shortage of doctors and nurses today, are there guys, there's no shortage. They don't care. They'll fire a couple dozen of their staff because they know that there are 50 waiting outside with applications, right? Because so many hospitals have been laying people off. There's a lot of, uh, you you know, you can easily fill positions if you've got some noncompliance. How many hospitals, guys? I I lost count now, but there were several articles months ago talking about, uh, you know, thousands of them were either in the process of closing or, or, or had already closed, and yet Supposedly, we were in the middle of a pandemic, right? You couldn't have one hospital closing if we were actually in the middle of a real pandemic. And yet, I don't know about thousands, hundreds anyway, hundreds of hospitals were either completely out of business or going out of business, hurting. Empty beds, empty rooms, empty parking lots. Give me a break. The Daily Mail reported uh, on the 15th uh, next test, uh, COVID. Chinese pupils are, um, forced to wear full body protective suits, guys, to stop the spread of uh, coronavirus. Full body suits. They're already doing it in China. How long before they start pulling that shit over here? I, uh, I think I mentioned yesterday an article ta- uh, talking about You know wearing two masks. Now they're pushing that idea. I was in a store uh, yesterday and um, I was talking with the girl at the cash register and I forgot what the hell how we got on the subject now. Um, Oh I think my girlfriend bought some um, scented uh, candles or something and and I'm like um, can, can you even smell the candles, you know, with your mask on? And she's like, no, not really. She pulled her mask down and she had another mask on underneath. So they already got people doing this, guys, wearing two masks to double the uh, inhibition of oxygen intake. Christ, man. All right, guys. Have a good rest of the week and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Take care. Steve Guttel, who was president and CEO of the Jewish Council for Public Affairs. There are two issues at the top of our agenda at the very moment. Uh, One is the unbelievably important immigration debate in this country, to make sure that immigrants from around the world, particularly
3: those from south of our border, have a chance here.
1: And here's an interview with Rabbi Goldschmidt. Essentially what you're saying is that in these both, you're together with uh, both Muslims uh, yes, 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 And people of other countries, And,
2: and, and uh, we see ourselves together, f- fighting together with uh, our Muslim brothers. Thanks, Jews.